Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. chapter, y'all. I, th- I think that's got a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. No, you you spoil. I said a whole chapter. It's a whole six verses. And that's that's. I mean, really, that's quite a few, even for bishop. I mean, usually two or three verses, and I'm preaching. So I'm I'm, I'm going to care. I'm going to make y'all stand a while tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalms 150. I think we all could almost uh, go through this, but let's, let's just do it. In fact, I, in fact it, I think it would, might be a great thing if we just all just read this together tonight. I hope you got your Bibles. <clears throat> if you haven't, I don't know. Maybe it's up there on the screen. I don't know where it is now or not. But if it don't, we're, we're not going to worry about it. Y'all have your Bibles anyway. Psalms 150. <clears throat> let's read it. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Asking you, God, to move in the name of Jesus. Bring a deliverance, Lord, in this house by thy word tonight. Oh, God, let us not slight you tonight. Because we are in your house. And I want praise, God, to ring forth from thy house. Lord, that heaven would know that First Apostolic Church, 1121 Cedar in Mount Carmel, is praising you tonight and giving you glory. Ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated. I want to speak to you on this subject. I want to be OCD for Jesus. I want to be OCD for Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, I want to be OCD for Jesus. I don't know. I'm the older generation. And I, you can't look this up in a dictionary. It won't tell you what it means. So, since I've got some daughters that's OCD, I had to ask one of them. So I've, I've found out what it stands for. OCD stands for Obsession Control Disorder. So we've got a... Uh, some says it means one thing, some says it means another. So whatever. I don't know. It don't tell in the dictionary. It does on what? 
Okay. Stands for what then? Obsessive compulsive disorder. Well, either way, it could be obsession too. Anyhow, there's a problem. Now, that could be a good problem or a bad problem. Glory. And the Lord began to deal with me because I've heard this, you know. Anybody in here heard it besides me? Some of you parents, any of you heard this said? Oh, I'm OCD. I can't help it, I'm OCD. Well, I want to tell you something. The whole chapter of Psalms 150 is haul all praise. Somebody say haul all praise. Now, I want to tell you what haul all praise is. Because we are to obey what the Bible says, right? And if Psalms 150, every time it says praise, it's hollow praise in Psalms 150. The whole chapter is hollow praise. Hollow praise means to be clear of sound, to shine, hence to make a show, to boast, thus to be clamorously foolish, to rave, to celebrate, can I say in short, to pull out all the stops and to just get with it in worship. Glory. Well, praise God. So praise must be important to the Lord. Because the word praise is used 248 times in Scripture. That tells me that we are hitting on a high note for God tonight. Amen. And it just so happens that our hollow praise, that 150 Psalms, relates to us very well. The hollow praise is used 95 times in Scripture. It is used more than any word, any other Hebrew word of praise. 95 times. In fact, the closest ones ones, the closest ones to it, are Yada and Tehillah, each being used 50 times in Scripture. Amen. And Yada, y'all know what that means because surely you do by now. I have preached that enough that Yada is to praise him with hands extended, palms out, meaning I surrender. I surrender all, Lord. When we really, when we sing, when really, when we do that, we ought to just start singing, I surrender all. And we'd have it right. And that's what the Lord wants of us. And I'm going to tell you, that's why revival turned out so good Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because I believe with my heart that this church surrendered all. Mm, glory, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost now. When people come through them doors, they had one thing on their mind, and we're going to have church, and we're not going to leave the same way we come in. Come on, I'm going to get something from God. I came in expecting it, and I'm not going to wait until I get it. Hallelujah, praise God. 
Hallelujah. To heal a praise is to praise him with a song or a hymn. It is a noun. Now listen to this. I want you to catch this because this is important. It is a noun that comes from the word hollow. It is a never-ending praise that ought to be praised. A song that ought to be on our heart when we get up of the morning. And it ought to be on our mind when we go to bed of the night. And there's times, Brother Freddie, that I've woke up in the hours of the night or in the morning and there'd be a song just singing in my mind that I couldn't get it off my mind. And I'm sitting there and I'm singing it in my mind and in my spirit. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. When we get stirred up enough from God that there is a song of God on our heart day and night, hallelujah, a never-ending praise in our mind, I'm going to tell you, something is going to start happening. Oh, glory, in First Apostolic Church of Mount Carmel, like you've never seen before, there's going to be a revival that you and I cannot even compare it to. but it's going to take praise. Oh, glory. So if you really want to take a look then, to, to heal a praise could almost be added on to hollow praise because it is a noun from that and it's used 50 times. So praise, hollow praise, is so important unto God that he speaks about it more than any other praise word in the Bible. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, come on. I'm talking about something that's not supposed to leave us. Oh, God. No wonder we get discouraged sometimes because I think sometimes in our discouragement, Sister Sheila, that that praise just kind of dwindles and we let it dwindle and we allow Satan to come in and grab a hold of the positive part of our mind and turn it negative. Like it's not going to happen. I'm praying for it, but it's not going to happen. Glory. Woo, Jesus. Man, I could, mm, glory. <laughs> I could get on the attitude of, Faith, it would be real easy, you know. It would be real easy to just bring it, bring into that, you know, our actions in faith. Come on, our body language, if you please, in faith. It would be real easy to, to just grab a hold of that and bring that in because if I've got a never-ending praise, then through the day, any time I could... Thank you, Jesus. Have you ever just had one of them, whoa, hit you in the daytime? That's a good feeling. It, 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 come on, it'll help you through the day. Come on, church. If we could learn to put a never-ending praise in our mouth and in our heart because after so long, it's going to come out. You won't hold that in, honey, because there is power in it. Glory. Hallelujah. Now, I, I want to, would you all not take me as a, a terrible person if I, I'm, I'm going to speak to you, but it, it's Bible.
Praise is not an option in the church. I said it's not an option. It is commanded. 150 Psalms starts out as a command. I mean, look at it. Praise you the Lord. Now, if I'm sorry, but there's, there's nothing that says, would you praise the Lord or... If you feel like it, praise. It starts out, praise you the Lord, and it all the way through it. That whole chapter is commands. Oh, glory. I'm glad of that because this is the house of worship and praise. So, uh, 150 Psalms starts out commanding and keeps on commanding in every verse. It commands us to praise Him in some way. And when you think about this, and I'm... I'm, I'm going to go here just a little bit because even when you get into the music, Brother Mason, I like this because every time it says praise, it means hollow. So it, it, can I tell you that even in the ministry of music, that the Lord said, I want you to hollow it. When you see Brother Mason like through the revival and he's up here and he can't hardly stand still behind that piano, you know, that keyboard and the Holy Ghost is moving on this platform and it's all he can do to stay there. I'm going to tell you, that's hollow praise. Oh, glory. Woo! Come on. My God. Hallelujah. It's, 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 it's that movement. Come on, church. It's getting crazy. I, brought, I believe Brother Tim Gill mentioned that, getting crazy, you know. We need to get crazy. Well, the world's crazy. They can go out and holler ball games and lose their voices, and, and you know, and that's all right. Well, uh, yo, hey, what happened to you? I lost last night. My team was winning. Well, bless God, what's wrong with us going to work? And, you know, hey, I lost my voice last night at church. Come on, church. I had a better reason to lose it than they did. I was hollering for Jesus. Come on. I was giving him some hollow praise. Woo! Come on. I had a little body language of faith going on, if you please. I believe it. It's going to happen. Come on. I'm claiming it. I'm claiming my family. I'm claiming my healing. Come on. I'm claiming my finances. Come on. I'm claiming this thing in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I want to I give him hollow praise. It's, it's commanded. In 1 Chronicles, I got a lot of scripture tonight. 1 Chronicles 23, 5. David, moreover, 4,000 were porters. 4,000 praised the Lord. That word praise, there's hollow. You better catch that. 4,000 hollowed the Lord with instruments, which I made, David said said David, to praise therewith. He made instruments to hollow the Lord. Now, I'm sorry, but I, I'm one of these old-fashioned people that believe that your hands could be an instrument. 
It's an instrument of worship. And there's no, you know, when it says everybody clap their hands, it shouldn't have to be, it shouldn't have to be say, hey, y'all praise, come on, everybody clap their hands. And that's great, Brother Freddie, when everybody claps their hands, when somebody says, let's all clap our hands. But I wonder what it'd be like if we'd come into the house of the Lord and start clapping our hands and couldn't quit. Come on, if the world can clap, come on, for 20 minutes for somebody winning a game, why can't we in the house of the Lord clap 20 minutes and give God a hollow? Oh, come on. Woo! Jesus. Ha-ha! Woo! Glory. I would that more of us was like Brother Pat. And we wasn't scared to give the Lord a hollow even in McDonald's sitting and standing and waiting on our food. I guarantee you they know where he's been. Glory. I wonder what had happened if we could if we could get all of our instruments, Brother Mason, hollow. If you all just follow the leader, you'd be hollowing a little bit. And it's already been said through revival. It's been said, come on, even before y'all, man, y'all blessed with such a band. Man, they're awesome. And they are. You know why? They're, they're instruments of anointing. And when the anointing takes over, the hollow, come on, becomes permanent. Come on, I, I want to I look. I don't want to let that die. I said, it becomes permanent and a normal thing that when we come into the house of the Lord, hollow becomes something you don't have to work up. It's there and it's automatic. Come on, if you've got it down inside, honey, it's going to come out. Oh, somebody said, hollow. Whoo, glory. This hollow praise. Now I want you to notice this. See, I, I just read you 1 Chronicles 23 and 5. And David had 4,000 praising the Lord, hollowing, with the instruments of music. Come on. So I, 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 I can't help but think, Brother Mason, that if they were hollowing in music, they weren't just playing. There was some body language going on. Come on. Come on, I've seen the trumpeters get with it, you know, when they're playing. Come on. I've seen the guitar players get with it, you know. I've seen the bass player that can't hardly, you know. The drummer, he's, he's just all crazy on the bench, can't really sit on the seat, you know. Come on, church. I'm talking about hollow that goes on in the church of God, and it ought to be a natural thing in the apostolic church. If God thinks enough of it that he speaks about it 95 times in the word of God, then it's important in the house of God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, glory. Psalms 148. Three and four. This astounds me. I guess it shouldn't. Y'all probably not surprised, but maybe. Every verse that I'm reading tonight is hollow praise. Now, notice this. 
Praise you him, sun and moon. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, and I don't know whether you've ever seen the moon do a dance or the sun do a dance. I don't know. Maybe, maybe what that's meaning is sun and moon, you know. Praise him, all you stars of heaven. I don't know. Maybe the hollow for them. I don't know. Maybe it's is it body language? What is it? Is he saying, I want you to shine like you've never shined before? I wonder what he's saying to the apostolic church. I want you to hollow me. I want you to shine. I want you to be clamorously foolish. Come on. I want you to rave about what you got. I want the world to know what you got. I don't want you to try to hide it. I want you to put it on display for the world to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if he's going to tell the sun and the moon to praise him and all the stars, then I don't know about you, but I don't want no rock. I don't want no sun. I don't want no moon. I don't want no star to take my place and praise God any more than I do. Come on. Something that cannot speak, and God has given us the ability to speak. They don't have no arms to raise, no feet to stomp, nothing to dance with. And the Lord even tells them, I want to hollow from you. Come on. We've got the ability to praise Him with almost everything we got. Hey, some people can even wig their ears a little bit. God, I want to be OCD for Jesus. Come on. Somebody looks down. I want to be OCD for Jesus. Come on. I've got an obsession problem. I want to praise him. Come on. <laughs> Woo! Come on. I've, I've got this control problem. I can't control things. It's, come on. It's working. I know. Compulsive. I've got this compulsive thing. It's, it compels me to do something. I'm out of control. I can't handle this thing. I can't handle this Holy Ghost that I've got. Come on. <laughs> I've got a disorder. Come on. Woo! Ha <laughs> ha. That I can't sit still in church. Come on. There's something about me that when I get in the presence of the Lord, I'm going to sweat. It's a disorder. Come on. I'm obsessed with praising God. I like what I feel. When I come through those doors, I come through to worship. Come on. Just look for it because I'm planning on doing it in the face of the enemy. You know why? Because where praise is, a, is the devil isn't. Let me say it again. I said where praise is, the devil isn't. He won't stay around where there's praise. Just start praising him. Pretty soon the devil said, whoa, got the wrong place here. All right. I've got, I've got a, I'm OCD. I'm OCD for Jesus. There's a lot of people that's OCD for the world. Come on. Anybody ever been OCD for the world? I guarantee you there's some of you sitting here when you was in the world, you was OCD. 
Yes, sir. I want to be OCD for Jesus. Come on. If this is called a problem, then I want it. Come on. If this is a disorder, then I want it. Ha! Give me that disorder in the Lord. Give me that that I can't stop praising him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Well, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Psalms 148. I'm sorry. We got stopped there on verse 3. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens. Now, I can get a picture of that. Heavens of heavens. Come on. Man. The angels and all that. Come on. And your waters that be above the heavens. He said, I want even heaven to praise me. <laughs> I want the angels and everything in heaven. I want everybody praising me. I want everybody to be OCD for Jesus. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know. I wish we could figure out some body language for heavens. I don't, I, it's hard to tell what it'd be like. I'm, I'll, ooh, me and you will get a chance to see it one of these days. It'll probably be so awesome that... Well, I'll tell you one thing. We won't think about this world no more. It'll done be gone. This is all hollow praise. Everybody said hollow. Psalms 116, verse 19. Here's how I'll praise. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise, that's hollow, ye the Lord. He said, when you come into my presence, I want you to hollow. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, just so we can remind It means to be clear of sound, to shine, hence to make a show, to boast, thus to be clamorously foolish, to rave, to celebrate. In short, to pull out all the stops and get with it. So when I come to the house of God, I'm to get rid of everything that's going to interfere, Brother Freddie. I want to leave all I can on the outside. I want to take the rest of the prayer room and I want to get rid of it in there. Come on. But when I come into his presence, when I come into his sanctuary, I don't want nothing hindering me from hauling all. To haul all. Come on. Yeah, I want to be OCD by that time. Come on. I want the spirit to overtake me and I want worship and praise to become so genuine that it's automatic. Me believes we can get to that place. It happened during revival. It was automatic. Come through the door. You know why? Because there was prayer going on in the prayer room. Every night, my Lord, you walk in there and there was prayer going on in there. Everybody got OCD for Jesus before they come out in the sanctuary. So when it comes to the singing, when Brother Mason and our musician hollowed on the instruments, we just hollowed with them. And we haul all, all the way through the preaching and we haul all the, the altar service and we haul all the baptism. 
There's nobody can say that we didn't. We did. We hollowed it. And if you didn't feel like it, pretty soon you was feeling like it. Glory. Hallelujah. So in the midst of the Lord's house, in the courts of the Lord's house, he said, I want you to hollow me. I want you to hollow me. First Chronicles 23 and verse number 30. And to stand every morning, look at this, to thank and praise the Lord, and likewise at evening. He said, I want to be hollowed of the morning, and I want to be hollowed of the evening. In other words, I could go back to Psalms 34 and 1 and said, I want a continual praise. I want it to be your daily thing. I want it to be your diet, even Come on, when you sit down to pray to the table, give me a hollow. Come on, praise me for what's on your table. Come on, praise me for what's in your checking account, if you've got one. Praise me for what you're carrying around in your pocket and what's in your cupboard. Come on, give me a hollow. And I guarantee you, if you'll hollow the Lord for that, the supply will never run out. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says, I want you to do it in the morning. Now, now notice this. He didn't say that I want you to haul all me in bed. He said, I want you. <laughs> you got to get up to do this thing. Notice now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not turning, I'm not really change in the scripture it says it's to stand every morning in other words don't get don't try to do it in your bed i want some body language going on stand every morning to thank and to praise the lord he said i want you to thank me and i want you to hollow me and likewise at even so he said i don't want you to forget me when you go to bed before you go to bed So we surely got to do it at church. All right. First Chronicles 29 and verse number 13. This is all hollow praise. Every last one of them. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. He said, I want you to praise my name. I want you to hollow my name. Because there's not another name like it. It's a saving name. It's a healing name. Come on. When you speak the name of Jesus, things happen. There's power in the name. So hollow the name. It's the name of Jesus. Come on. I, hey, I can hollow. Yeah. Oh, it's the name of Jesus. I praise you for your name, Lord. Oh, Lord, thank you for healing. I can hollow. Oh, Jesus. Glory, glory. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles 29 and 30. I'm going to back up what I said again about the commandment. Moreover, Hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praises unto the Lord with the words of David. David had written the songs. And Ash for the seer. Now here's the prophet now. That's the seer. 
And they sang praises. Now notice how they sang them. They're commanded to do it, but they're doing it with gladness. And they even bowed their heads and worshipped. Come on. In other words, there's some body language of faith going on here. That they're giving him praise because they already know ahead of time if they give him praise that God's going to do the work. just get to the place and I can praise God for healing me of diabetes come on before it happens just start praising him for the healing I know it's not in our nature to do that because we got to see it before we believe it but I have read books Smith Wigglesworth used to praise God for his healing, and it took years sometimes, but he got it. He did every morning. He'd get up and praise God for his healing. And all at once, more and morning, he got up and he was healed. I talked to, I don't even, I don't even remember who it was or what it was now, right now. But a minister that I talked to not long ago, for two years every morning, got up and praised God for something. I don't remember what he got healed from. But it happened. Oh God, if we could just learn to give him hollow praise. We're commanded to, if we could just learn to follow through, or tell him what God would do. Second Chronicles 8, 14. I know I'm just giving you scripture, but. And he appointed, according to the order of David his father, the courses of the priests to serve their service, to their service, and the Levites to their charges. There we go. The priests, the Levites, to praise and minister praise. Everybody said, Hala, before the priest. Oh, as the duty of every day required. Everybody said, required. The porters also. By their courses at every gate. Not only to praise him in the house, in the courts, but at the gate. For so had David, the man of God, commanded. So it is important when the man of God, whoever it is, stand behind this pulpit, says praise the Lord, that we praise the Lord. You may miss your healing or your blessing. He don't just speak that. There's something that speaks to through him. Those say amens and hallelujah and glory, that isn't in their notes. There is something that hits them that inspires them to say, somebody say glory. Come on, somebody give the Lord a hollow. Jesus. Matthew 3 and 11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. John the Baptist. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now let me, let me read another verse that's 
just like that almost. Luke 3, 16. John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose, he shall baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, the fire there spoken of in this place was fire to purify. It was to illuminate. Come on, everybody sit. Come on, fire, it illumines. It shines. You can see it for a distance. Brother Freddie, you can, you can usually see the fire you're going to go to if it's a very big one a long time before you get there. It illuminates the sky. It is a fire to purify, to illuminate, to transform. Fire changes things. Come on. It means to inflame with holy fervor and zeal. Everybody said hollow. And carry up to heaven in a chariot of fire even as Elijah was. In other words, this fire of the Holy Ghost, come on. The Holy Ghost and fire is not only for this world, but it's going to take you out of this world to the next eternal place. If it carried Elijah to heaven, I'm going to tell you, honey, it'll carry you to heaven. It's your chariot. It's your way. Glory. I'm about to close. I'm not going to bore you the gourd. I'm just going to. I'm just going to enlighten you a little bit. Fire is described by two Greek words. The first one is pool, P-U-L-E, and it means gate, belief, or wing of a folding entrance. The next word, Greek word, that means far, is pulling. It means P-U-L, it's P-U-L-O-N, which means a gateway. Or a doorway of a building or a city. Somebody said a city. By implication, a portal or a vestibule. Come on. I don't know about you, but when I began to look at this and think, think of the words and what they represented, a gateway, a doorway, a leaf or a wing to a folding entrance, all I can think of is heaven. In other words, this Holy Ghost and fire that John the Baptist was talking about is, going to, is our doorway. Come on. Our folding wing, if you please, to heaven's gate. Oh, come on. So why is it so important to have it? No wonder it says, if that spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, it shall quicken your mortal body because it is the gateway to heaven. It's our entrance. Come on. It's the redemption of the purchase price. Come on. 
In other words, it's your ticket, honey, to get there. So you don't want to do without the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. It's your entrance into that gate of that heavenly city. I don't want to miss that. I want to hollow him now. What the Bible says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Because when the outside world, Brother Freddie, walks in this place, they ought to see worship. Come on. They go in and they sit down in their churches and they sit there real still. and Many of them chant whatever the leader, the whoever, whatever you want to call him whether he be a father, a minister, whatever, whatever you want to call him, they chant what he says. In fact, it has become so obvious that their songbooks has even got in there what you're supposed to say. I don't know where any of you have been in them kind of church or not, but it's there. All you got to do is pick out one of their hymnals and, and uh, you know, around Thanksgiving time or whatever, and they pick out one of them songs and... Uh, well, they call it, it's a, they, they've got a, a name for all that, responsive reading or whatever. And they go through it so cold and dry, and I think this is the word of God. It's to be hollowed. Come on, church. Come on, this, this thing that I'm giving you tonight ought to be hollowed. This is the word. It's not Brother McGee speaking. It's the word of God that's speaking. It says, I want you to hollow Jesus. Come on. Glory. Hallelujah. Well, I'm finished. I'm going to tell you. Every now and then I'm going to remind you that I want you to be OCD for Jesus. Every time y'all say that word anymore, that say those three letters, I'm OCD. I want you to think about that. I want to be OCD for Jesus. If you're standing next to somebody that says that, say, I want to be OCD for Jesus. I want you to kick your leg. Put a little body language in it. I want to be OCD for Jesus. Come on, can't you see somebody say, well, I'm just OCD. Well, I'm OCD. You know what? I, I prayed a while back that some of you'd get that early morning watch, and there's several come to me and said, Oh, Bishop, I woke up the other morning. I had, I had one person that called me that was woke up and wrote a song. God wakes you up for a purpose. And if you get OCD for Jesus, you won't grumble and complain because he woke you. I'm going to pray. Y'all that laugh, I'm, I'm going to pray that you'll get OCD for Jesus. I'm, I'm going to pray that you get so OCD that you start doing like Bishop. Woo!
I don't want you girls to do that. <laughs> but you can OCD for Jesus too. But I'm going to pray the men get OCD for Jesus and the ladies can't sit still because they're the leaders of the home. Come on. It ought to be the men that's the leaders. Come on. In worship, we ought to holler before the ladies ever get up. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I know I'm meddling, but the truth is back in the Garden of Eden, who do you think told Eve everything? She didn't know nothing. She woke up, and here she is, a brand new person. Adam had some things to tell her. He taught her some things, Brother Freddie. I don't know how long that took, but I guarantee you that, that she was his helpmeet, and the Lord left him in charge, and it was up to him to tell her. Buddy, I'm about to get with it. I'm about to pull out the stops because I'm going to tell you, men, and not only just men, but boys, if you're looking for that fine young lady, she needs to know before you ever get married that you're hollow. Woo! I'm going to be looking for that some night, Brother Ty, and I'll know there's a girl in the midst someplace. Glory. You may be biceps and triceps, but you better get them loosened up. Oh, maybe we ought to have a kicking contest. Glory. Come on. We need an attitude of faith. An attitude of worship. Can I say an attitude of worship? We need some motion lotion in our worship. Come on. I think our joints need to be loosened up, Brother Freddie. Maybe we need some WD-40, but something needs to happen in the apostolic church that we can praise God. Come on. Come on. There needs to be some movement in this house. When people come through the doors, they may not understand it, but they'll see it and feel it. I'm telling you, I have seen some people in here that when they go, whoa, then you say, whoa, mercy, I felt that. We've got some ladies that when they scream, buddy, watch out. But it ought to be the men first. Ought to be the boys first. Come on, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm going to put you. You ought to be worshiping before the girls. Come on. You ought to be jumping before they are. You ought to be shouting before they are. Come on. You're the leader. You're going to be the leader of your house. And you might as well start now. Right. 
I wanted my wife to be a worshiper, so I'm going to worship. Yes, she is. You know why? She's got a husband that's going to lead her in it. She knows when I come to church, I'm going to worship God. That's what I come for. Come on, this is the house of worship. House of praise. This is the house of Allah, where God receives all the glory and man don't receive any. Come on. I'm sorry, but man's received glory too long. It's God's place to receive the glory in this house. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Let us stand. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.